knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com everybody, this is Derek Somerville with Backpacking and Blisters, and with me today is one of the only one people in the entire planet that has ever used his own shoes and underwear waistband, underwear elastic waistband to create earmuffs uh, during a snowstorm. What did he put on his feet, you ask me? I can't go into detail on that, but the man's ears were toasty warm. Carl, what's going on, buddy? That is a great tip since that's the theme for our episode. Yeah. I'm doing great, man. And and you're full of great tips because <laughs> oh boy. with me today is Derek Somerville. And his best backpacking tip is if you don't have a flashlight on your phone, just take a picture of the sun and try using it in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I like that one. That was actually good. Did you think of that one about yourself? <laughs> Uh, um, I, no, I'm not as creative as you in that, in that regard, Derek. We got last episode I had, that was a suggested one. And this one, um, yeah, I might've done a little bit of looking around. I like that people are helping you with your, your intros. I think that's important, you know? Let's be honest. I need a lot of help. So there you go. That's, that's fair. Yeah. But that was good. I like that one. So we got the tips and tricks and we also got some hijinks and we'll get to that in a little bit. We got a guest host today who, um, who won our drawing to, to host with us, Steve, Bidnarchek, and yep. so we're excited to um, have him join us here in a couple minutes. So yeah, I was I'm glad like we already recorded that part of it, and so I was really happy to find out that like the pranks you and he came up with were not like putting milk duds down on the trail and like pretending they were and then like eating them and pretending they were like you know deer scat. Well, why are you always talking about poop? I don't get that. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, you, you well, here's, one I thought, here's one that I thought you'd come up with because I think you've probably done this like a bunch of times where you hike way far ahead and then you hide and then everybody passes you and then you like come up behind them and like surprise them. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to respond to that. That's uh, I'm, glad you, I'm glad that was not on your list. I'll just say that. So, um, I'm, so <laughs> I had a prank. I, I You did a prank, um, but you didn't talk about it where like you took your food and then you like <laughs> this powder thing and you like left it on the trail and then you like right. waited for a bear to come, I guess. I don't know, right. but they never came and I came and found it, which was weird. Is it okay to prank a bear? That's a good question. I don't know. So other tidbits, like we, yeah, we have some good stuff with Steve and he had like given us an MP3 a few weeks back mm. and we included it on one of our episodes, but I did not answer all the questions and I thought we were going to get to that with his interview and we didn't. So I was going to, I'm going to answer a couple of his questions or we can answer some of his questions. Uh, yeah. with the tidbits so one of them was like he asked basically like what's the deal with rocky like he was on last season a couple times right. we haven't heard anything from him we haven't really referenced him like is he what's going on with that yeah. because um I, I think he liked those episodes and obviously rocky's quite the character so yes do you have an answer for that he was he he'll be in this episode we i i think i randomly referenced him at some point so you'll yeah you'll hear about a rocky tidbit for sure I'm not sure if, if we're going to, he's hard to get a hold of and to get scheduled. And so I'm not sure if he'll, we'll get him on. We'll try at some point this season, but he, we've referenced him actually a lot and we might not have used his name, but uh, we, oh, we've talked yeah. about him in, in regard to like Very when true. I kept on getting woken up last summer, he was the sleepwalker, for example. Mm. And um, he's just, yeah, he's, yeah, he's one of our best friends and we're yeah. excited to continue backpacking with him. So yeah, he's kind of plate is too full guy. You know, he's always got something on his plate. For sure. So, especially in the fall when he's coaching football. And so, True. yeah. So, we'll try to get him on. But um, anyway, the other thing he had, he was really intrigued by the idea that the very first backpacking trip you went on, Derek, was the fanny pack trip where you brought a fanny mm. pack. And so, he actually asked, he's like, 
So what did Derek have in the fanny pack? And so I, and for, I'm going to tell you what I remember you having or what I think you might have had, and then <laughs> okay. you can share what you might have had. Uh, I definitely know that you had like apples and oranges, like not dried fruit, but straight up apples and oranges. Did I really? Which, I brought um, an apple. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 That's bad. Which honestly, I don't think is that outlandish now, but at the time I was like, <laughs> I was like, that is inappropriate. <laughs> you definitely had a, like one of those not rated to any sort of degree sleeping bags, like the kind you roll up and you have like the bungee straps around it. That was like attached to your fanny bag. The inside Good. was flannel actually. Yeah, Just for sure. For I remember record, that exactly. Yeah. Flannel. Yep. You brought a deck of cards and I don't I know why, but at the time, like leading up to that, we were not big game players on backpacking trips. And and you played a lot of games with cards on that trip. There's a lot of downtime. Yeah. And that was kind of a game changer. So even though you brought ridiculous things, that, that actually changed the course of our backpacking lives with the deck of cards. That and, was it, cool. and that just goes to show that it doesn't take a lot for me to change something in a big way. You know, little things, you know. And just to reflect on that, I will take full credit that Derek did not have some of the necessary items because we that was before we had established the gear list like we talked about. But I think Derek needs to take full credit for the fact that he did not bring a backpack on a backpacking trip. I just thought it was ingenious and I got <laughs> through the trip just fine. I enjoyed it right. and I didn't and my back for the record felt great the entire time. Uh, I believe it. Yeah, you had no group gear. So, what else was in your <laughs> What else was in your fanny pack, Derek? Uh, I had the toiletries. I had the uh, okay. toothbrush. I think I had a travel size toothpaste. Um, okay. I think I had. What did I have? I, th- I like little things like. Uh, ch- I think I put chapstick in there. Maybe lotion. Right. I don't think I had bug spray. Little things like right. that. Nothing too crazy though. Okay. So Snack, there you go. Snacky stuff. I had all my food in there. Snacky stuff. Dried right. food. Freeze dried food. All that stuff. I think I've shared with you that I have been tempted over the years to buy one of those like lumbar packs, which are really like spacious (laughs) and try to, and try to fit everything in there and maybe strap the sleeping bag just to try to kind of, I guess, mock you on a future Mm -hmm. trip where, you know, where I'm basically taking the fanny pack, but really still responsible with it and like, you know, addressing the gear list. But I don't think I'm ever going to do that. So so? I just thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. What if I brought an oversized fanny pack, but then had like an empty, you know, string string sack on on my back just for group gear. Would that be um, uh, sufficient? Yeah, I think that's close, but it's not quite there. So okay. anyway, those were great questions, and it shows that yeah, that yeah, people are interested in some of the stuff we have going on, which we appreciate, and uh, we value Rocky a lot too. And so yeah, hopefully we'll get him on there. So I think once he listens to this episode, he'll 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 text us like ten times in a row and be like, "Dude, I'm available right now. Let's go. Let's let's, let's podcast right now." It's true. It's st- true. <laughs> so, so true. Okay. Uh, anyway, verse for the day is referring to a wife of noble character. And this is from Proverbs 31. Mm. It says, when it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. And sometimes that's referred to as like doubly clothed. They're basically like well-prepared. And the reason why I chose this verse is because it's just this idea of being well-prepared. And two of my upcoming tips for this episode have to do with basically being well-prepared with uh, the winter. And so... We'll uh, we'll see how that plays out, and if you if you like those or not. So it doesn't matter if I don't like the color of scarlet, right? You can bring that up with the author of Proverbs, although he you might have to wait until heaven time for that. So oh, he's not he's not alive. Okay, that's fair. I'll make a note. So we've got a listener, Steve uh, Benarchik, today. He's he won, like I mentioned before, he uh, won the drawing, and so he gets to co-host with us. So he's bringing his own tips, his own hijinks. And he hung out with us. And you know, we there was a little bit of technical problems in the recording. And I think it might have been because yeah. I, I think there was something going on like where, you know, like where you get these kind of recordings from either a long time ago or possibly like in the future, like you kind of get some staticky things going on. Like, so I think this might, we might have mm. had some sort of time warp issues going on here. But in the end, we were able to edit it down. So it should work. Guys, we're here now with our guest of honor, Steve Bednarczyk. And Steve, first of all, welcome. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. And Thank you. Why, don't you, why don't you start, just tell us the basics. Tell us who you are, what you love about backpacking. You know, what's Steve all about in, in the world of backpacking? <laughs> well, Steve is, <laughs> Steve is uh, 44, married, five children. Wow. Yes. All, all with the same wife. Um, wow and i i grew up i mean i've been outdoors 
my whole life. I started with my family business landscaping back in Michigan when I was 10. Oh, and wow. Got my degree from uh, Michigan State in landscape horticulture. And then I came wow. out to Colorado in 95 for an internship and just fell in love with, you know, the outdoor areas and the Rocky Mountains and things like that. So nice. decided nice. to make the move. That's cool. Okay. So wait, let me yeah. ask you, let me ask you about horticulture. Do you, you know, <laughs> so are you, are you comfortable out there eating berries and stuff out in the middle of nowhere? Uh, no, I'm more, <laughs> you know, I, I, if it's growing in the nursery and then I'm fine to plant it, okay. I don't okay. eat it. That's fair. Yeah. That's yeah. And I'll answer your question, Derek. I'm very comfortable and I eat berries. I'm not even sure what the origin is. So we've, we, I think we've, yeah, you're a gambler out there. Yeah. Let me tell you, he's a for gambler sure, for sure. And it's always worked. All right. So today's episode with tips, tricks, and more hijinks, we've got, each of us is going to have three of these to share, three tips and tricks, and, and then we'll get to the other part later. But I think that the best way to do this is where when we share our ideas, like I think we need to score each other's tips or tricks. Like, would you actually use it? So if we use like a one to five scale, a five would be like, I would definitely use that. Like, that's really good advice. And one would be like, yeah, that I'm never gonna use that. And maybe that's even slightly nonsensical. So like, and you can, obviously you can score somewhere in between there. So one to five, five being the best in our evaluation of okay. each other's tips and tricks. Okay. So, yeah. um, we, okay. And then for everybody out there, we did not like, uh, filter through these ahead of time. So we, nobody knows each other's tips or tricks and I'm excited to hear what everybody has. Cause <laughs> especially, especially Derek's have a feeling right. that his, like, I just, I don't know, Derek, are you going to have one that says like, drink lots of water while you're out there? Like something super basic like wow. that? Or it's going to, I have one that's like, wear extra socks. Okay. That's it. <laughs> don't wear cotton socks. All right. <laughs> totally. All right. Um, let's have, uh, Derek, why don't you go first and, and then we'll kind of go from there. You want to, you want to me to swing away first, huh? Yeah. Okay. I'm excited All for right. yours. My first tip slash trick, whatever you want to label it. Is, uh, is for all those people out there who like to take camera equipment on the trail, Carl, and right. document their trip or, or whatever. Um, and maybe you're thinking to yourself, man, this tripod I bring, like the tripod we brought broke or it's not good enough or blah, 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 <laughs> blah. Yep. It's just another piece of gear. Well, there's a trick you can do. You can tie you, with parachute cord your trekking poles together. Okay. And create a tripod. Uh, create a tripod with your trekking poles. How? Preferably, preferably three, preferably three. Okay, for the you time together with, with parachute cord. Yeah, yeah. And you you stabilize the center. You put the oh, camera in the middle. Okay. I, I just read about this, and then you can turn the entire. You tie the camera in there, so you can turn the entire device as a, as a one giant pivoted uh, tripod. Okay. And then you can, uh, you know. Yeah. If you gotta, if you gotta go ultra super cheap light, yeah. And there you go. Okay. Um, Steve, what's your, what's your analysis of that? Do you like that? I'm going to give that a one. <laughs> what? <laughs> he is not shy. I love this. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Why? Wow. Come on. That's inventive. That's MacGyver. I guess for, for myself personally, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use that. I wouldn't take the time to craft that and build that and use it. So. Okay. But Steve, that's, I agree with you, but I'm thinking of the masses. This right. is for the. The cheap, like like uh, you know, nuts and grains, super cheap. I don't want to buy anything, people. All right, people, okay. but All right I'm going to give you a two. That's nice. Boom. That's 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 very generous, Derek. Are you are you thinking this would work for like a solo hiker as well? <laughs> Just to carry three tripods. <laughs> yes. yes, three trekking <laughs> three, poles. Uh, three, three trekking poles. <laughs> Possibly. Carl. Okay. Possibly. So, have you seen I the wouldn't... trekking poles before, where they have like a screw off top, and then they have the screw in it, where you can actually attach your <laughs> yes. camera? Uh, okay. uh, that that would be considered a monopod, Carl. I'm not talking about monopods. Okay. <laughs> I have a. <laughs> Okay, so so Derek, <laughs> Derek, I'm gonna give you, if I could give yours like a negative one, I probably would. But um, I'll go since one's the lowest. I'm gonna go with a, a one. Here's why: is because I think a lot of people do bring either their phones or they bring an expensive camera setup out there. And so if you want to balance that on three trekking poles or two trekking poles, like that's a little bit risky. So if you're bringing like an old cruddy camera i think that'll work it's it's risky if you don't have a case for it dude i mean come on i'll give you um brownie points for creativity 
All right. Steve, Steve what's your first tip? All right. My first tip, I call this bug bag. Bug bag. Now imagine bug bag. Bug bag. So imagine seeing an oncoming hiker and they may have one of their trekking poles and on and attached to their actual pack behind them and on each end is a Ziploc bag half filled with water and two pennies okay. in each bag. Wait, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, do you think, now that sounds pretty crazy, right? So far you're at a zero still, so I'm just, I'm waiting. Right. I, I want the, okay. <laughs> I want the punchline. Okay. <laughs> but so here, here's what we're going for. Bug bag, the water that's actually in the bag actually deters bugs, mainly flies from flying around you okay. and hovering around you. The, the okay. mindset is, is that with their compound eyes, when they see this water that's in the bag, it like scatters their vision and it makes it look like it's like a million disco balls within these, within these bags. Okay. So, you know, when yeah. you are hiking and you're getting attacked by all those flies and bugs, that's the mind, the mindset, that's the approach. And honestly, from what I've found is that they actually work very, very well. The drawback is mosquitoes, they're relentless, regardless if you have these little bug bags attached. So if you're going to like a, like a fly area, like, like when we were up in, uh, you know, Montana, we, we had like this, you know, the horse flies, the biting mm -hmm. flies. So you're saying that would work for that? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So how much, how much water are we talking about in each of these bags? It's, you know, it's like a sandwich bag. So like two, like two cups or a cup and a half of water. Okay. And they, what they say is the, um, the bags have to be, you know, more of the clear. Are you going to drink the water after you're done with the day hiking? <laughs> so let's say the bags have done their job. Are you going to drink the penny water, Steve? I would say after it's boiled. Yeah. Let's go for wow. it. Okay. So you're going to use the water. Derek, you drinking penny I mean, water. I'll drink whatever, you know. I have a feeling you might even eat the pennies. Uh, if I'm hungry enough, you know, Accurate. copper, is it that bad? I mean, okay. I don't know. <laughs> so what is your rank then? What do you rank this, Carl? <clears throat> what are you feeling in your gut? Be honest here. So for, okay, I, I'm totally honest. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this one a one as well. I, I'm feeling very judgmental. Because, not because, Ouch. Yeah, and I think, I think yeah. mainly, if I was in like maybe Alaska, I might use it, but um, I don't know. I know that Alaska's got some crazy mosquitoes. I'm not sure about the horse flies there. But I, I kind of suffer through bug bites. Like, that doesn't bother me as much as it bothers some folks. So I think this could be a usable um, tip for people out there. So I'm not trying to, like, I don't know, give it a complete thumbs down. I guess I should give it a two because I think some people could, could, could use it out there. But for me or for people like me that don't really get bothered by the bug stuff, um, I think that that, yeah, I think I would not carry the extra weight. Because I, I don't think yeah. I'm going to drink the penny waters. Derek, what about you? Well, I think, okay, so again, this is, I got to think for the masses, right? So if it's for me, I'm in your boat. Okay. Like, I don't care. I don't, I'm one of those people, you know, those people that just get annihilated by bugs no matter what. Um, thankfully, I'm That's not me. one of those people. Yeah, you do. Yep. I only get a few bug bites with no bug spray, so I don't really care about it. But I will say if I was a few of my buddies like Carl or somebody else that got annihilated, I could see the value in this. Okay. But, but for me, it's, it's, uh, I'm just adding extra like, do I want to add extra weight right. to avoid bug bites? For me, no. So, I, I mean, but I see the value if I get annihilated. So, maybe like a two. For me, it's a two. Okay. So, we're not yeah. starting off strong. And but we're saving the best for last, Carl. We're saving yeah. the good stuff for last. Yeah. I feel like I should give you my most questionable one first just so that... Um, I have a feeling Steve and I... <laughs> I have a feeling Steve and I are going to light you up right now is what... I, what's, what's, okay. I'll give, you, I'll give you my most yeah. questionable one that... Yeah. So, I'll do that one first just to kind of keep keeping with the theme here. Mm. Um, all right. And this is actually something that I have done and I have used, but if you guys have ever, if you guys know what yak tracks are or, or those micro spikes where people just, you can kind of slide them over your shoes and you can hike on like semi icy or just icy conditions. Hmm. They, mm -hmm. Some of those hold up pretty well. Sometimes they break pretty frequently and they cost anywhere from like 20 to $40. So I've got a, um, a cheap version of that. So if you're going to go, you know, in the wintertime or if you're going to go in a season that's still going to have the snow and the ice there, a cheap version is if you're wearing boots or trail running shoes, like shoes basically with a thick enough sole, you can actually screw in metal sheet screws to the bottom of your shoes. And <laughs> if 
he kind of put him. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Keep going, keep going. You like this one? I, I know, I know. Oh uh, yeah. And then they they sort of they behave like the uh, the microspikes. And if you hit like a patch of dirt, like you can't even tell that that you're wearing them. And we're talking like a dollar's worth of screws and a few minutes of time to screw them in. Um, but you, they have to be a thick enough sole. So like, I, so I tried screwing them into just regular running shoes and kind of walked around, tested them out, and they were fine. And then I went for a run on them, and the compression made them not fine. And so they've got to be the right shoes. So, Steve, so Steve, what would you rank the sheet metal screw micro spikes? Sheet metal screw micro spikes. You know, I'm going to give that a 2.5. Okay. Because, because I know with, with the company that I work for, we do have a couple vehicles to where you actually, the tires come prepared to actually insert those little screws, you know, right. for, you know, for traction. And I think, you know, if you dig deep there, I think there are shoes out there or, or maybe even like football cleats and things like that, that use that application. So, okay. I do know the, we used two of my boys and I, we went up Long's Peak in Colorado. Okay. And we summited. And by the time we got to the summit and then maybe gosh, 30 minutes back down, ours were just trashed. They like just, they're almost around our ankles. They, they pretty much came, came off. Okay. So Derek, what's your take? Okay. First of all, if I'm screwing anything in my shoe and you're saying it's cheaper, I mean, I got, I want to, is there a half option? Can I go like 0.5? Oh my Can gosh. I give you a point? Is there, is that doable? All I know is like, I've stepped on smaller, again, like you're right about the, it's gotta be a thick, you know, sole or whatever. But like, if I'm right. stepping on anything metal, I don't know. I just like, I've stepped on a nail. I've stepped, I've, I stepped on something metal last trip and my soul, my soul is thick and it, it went okay. almost to my foot. So I'm a little leery of that. That's just me. Okay. I don't know if I really want to do that, but you know, right. if you want to buy something cheap and screw your shoes with metal stuff, <laughs> then, uh, all, all, all for it, you know? So I'm okay. Give you I will, I will accept your evaluation and, and I, I think I will add a little kind of side note to that. You're right. They are not for people with sissy feet. So maybe this is not for you. <laughs> maybe not. You know, maybe not. You know me and okay. my feet. Everybody knows about me and my feet. So uh, apparently so. Um, okay. So, so that was our first one. <laughs> we'll see if those are the most questionable ones. That was certainly my most questionable one. But Derek, what do you have? Uh, number two. Number two is for the pyros. I am a pyro. Uh, if you have, here's, these are some things you can use to, um, to help you start a fire if you're having issues or if you ran out of matches for some horrible reason, which should never happen, um, or whatever. So you can, let me cut you off right there. We've talked about this before. Are you going to give a tip that you've already given before? I don't know. Am I? We'll see. I think you are. Good. He is the fire starter. Well, why, why you're always naysaying before you even hear anything. How do you, I mean, I'll how do you live your criticism. life? This I don't understand how you live your life in this this, this world of assumption, Carl. Okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right. Now you know. Just for our next trip, I'm going to bring something that's totally absurd, and you're going to be like, "Why did you bring this?" And I'm going to start a fire with it. That's my new goal for this next. I'm trip. excited about that. I'll write that down. All right. Fair enough. All right. So if you have if you have things such as dryer lint, corn chips, those are some off off things which we've talked about. Cotton balls okay. dipped in wax. Those are all things you can do. You can use yep. deodorant. You can use okay. any uh, type of bug spray. Yeah, you can use any type of bug spray. Um, hand sanitizer is a good one. These are yep. all things you can use. And I've actually tried some types of glue that will start fires. I've been messing with it. I've been messing okay, with so, it. Okay, so you're bringing glue in the back country is what you're saying. Hey, you never know what you're going to need to glue, Carl. Okay. I didn't say I'm bringing it. I said I'm messing with it at home. I'm gonna gotcha. try it. Okay. So. All right, Steve, what do you think on that one? Glue. Um, <laughs> there was more than glue, Steve. <laughs> yeah. A lot of those were like Captain Obvious, and then we got to glue, which is like way out in left field. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it a one, one point five. Wow. We, these are horrible tricks and trips. We're just yeah. horrible. I mean, if, okay. if, if you were out there and you were in like a forest or something like that, I'd go for sap. Over, sap is good. Sap well, is sap yeah, is over, obvious. Over glue. Okay. Look, there's a million things I could tell you. Yeah. 
I, you know, Derek, I'm going to give you a five on this because I, I would use those techniques, but um, I'm going to give it go zero on creativity because we've heard about 80% of them in previous episodes. That. I don't know about so that. five for usability, though. Fair, fair. Okay. Um, all right, Steve, what you got for number two? All right, my number two is pill case. Okay. And um, not the oh, pills. I was going to say. Yeah. What I've been using, I have a small pill case. It's the circular one, seven days, of, of course. But what I use that for is actually for all my spices. Okay. Salt, pepper, cayenne, you name, you know, whatever you want to put on. So. Mm. Okay. Okay. He's yeah. talking, he's talking food. He's got and my attention. My son and I, we actually, we were in Utah two years ago. Okay. Hiked in, we're 10 miles in, we, we get our little mountain house going, and we always want to jazz it up. And my son, my older, my oldest, he's like, mm. All right, oh, dad, give me the spices. I'm ready for the spices. Okay. And it was back in Parker, Colorado. I spaced it out. Oh, so you, you, you left it. Yeah, I left it. But um, trust me, when you're around the campfire and everyone's kind of got their mashed potatoes and their chicken, oh, yeah. and it's just kind of blah, blah, bland. Yeah. And right. you, you break out the, you know, the pill case, the spices. Mm. Yeah, that goes yep. a long way. I always wrap mine up in like heavy duty foil, mm-hmm. you know, just so it doesn't spill out. It kind of keeps it closed down. But that's, okay. my, that's my number two pill case seasoning. Notice he didn't say chili mac with beef on the mountain house there, Derek. That's sounds wise. That's power. What do you get? What do you get that, Carl? What do you th- what do you think about that? I okay, so I'm gonna be in the middle. I'm gonna go three on this one because if yeah, when I start getting tired of some of that stuff, I agree that yeah, adding spices can definitely he says jazz it up and I, I would totally agree with that. We yeah, I'm, we're not super fancy with the food out there. We probably should get fancier, to be honest. And so this might be an inspiration, like an easy way to do that. I'll go I'll go four because I think that this wow. this would be an easy way to to yeah. improve that's huge but I'll um but i think i would evaluate our, our overall food ability in the backcountry collectively not just not just our group but every group i've gone with like we're not you know like you see all these like recipes and people doing fancy things and pre and preparing things ahead of time like we don't do that stuff typically um mm-hmm. what about you derek what are you gonna give it i'm gonna okay so i'm gonna give him a i'm, I'm gonna hold up well i'm gonna give him a 4.5 and i'll tell you wow, why okay yeah first okay. of all he's talking about food that's automatically a two. Yep. And I think <laughs> having, um, having, so this year, I don't know if I've talked about this or not. Having, so this year, I, I have a bet with a friend of mine to be a vegan for an entire year right. for, a, cert, for right. a certain amount of money, right? So you mentioned so that ha- like back in October. So I, I assume you're still. So I'm going to re, yeah, I'm still in. I'm still doing this thing. Okay. So what I've, what I've learned though is um, I'm part of this company that, you know, ships two or three meals to your house a week. And they give you all the ingredients, and I've learned like about all these new spices from all over. I'm like, these are good. I didn't even know these were like a thing. Um, I had never heard of some of them. Yeah, like 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 what kind of? Give us like one spice you'd never heard. Like of Like cinnamon, Carl. I've never heard of cinnamon. No, I'm, I'm wait. <laughs> I know you're waiting for me to say something really ridiculous, right? So, yes, <laughs> so true. So uh, so there were some of these spices. I'm like, these are really good, right? So some of them are from India. Some of them from so. I'm I'm okay. I'm into like this. Like curry? I'm in um I'm into trying this. Uh, even for next trip, I'd be into like trying that and getting a little you know pill okay. case or whatever and doing that. I think that'd be fun. All right, sounds like you got pretty high marks in that one. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. so I'll I'll share my next one. So we, zero for those of you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> for those of you who know know the phrase the shoulder seasons the uh, which is you know t- like summer's prime time so the shoulder seasons are spring and fall. Uh, if you go early or you go late, then you might be getting below freezing outside temperature or if you're just going you know, super far north or super far south. And so one thing you got to be aware of that you might not know is you got to be aware of your water filter. And you can't leave your water filter to let it freeze because it can crack the water filter and then render it useless. And you may not know that it's useless because it's cracked and it's in its housing. And so you won't know that. You won't see that. So in order to solve that problem... If uh, you're pr- typically, if you're in your, you know, like mid to high twenties or warmer, all you got to do is just is keep your water filter inside your tent, and that solves the problem. Now, if you're going colder than that, um, you might have to keep it inside your sleeping bag. And if you're going in the winter time, typically people just melt snow for the most part anyway, so that's not really an issue. But shoulder season, trying to prevent filter freeze, keep it your tent. That's my 
tip. Steve, what do you think about that? I'm going to ask, I'm going to let Steve go first on this one. I'm, I'll give that a, I'll give that a three, four. I'll give that a four because I know. What? Okay. It's, it's, it's a four for like beginner level. Okay. Is what I would say. Um, because I actually, I, because you already knew that. No, I saw it on, I saw it on YouTube and, um, Yeah, two years ago, we were actually in elevation, and we got into the mid-20s, and my filter, I have, I have one of the Sawyers, and I left it outside my pack, okay. and I didn't even think about it. You know, it was inside, you know, my bag. Right. Yeah, that was one that I didn't know two years ago, so I, 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 give, po- I give points. Okay. I will mm. accept those points. Derek, what do you think? I, I wanted to give you better. I, I'm going to give you like a two on that one. Uh, because I think that, okay, why, why are you going to give me a two? You do, you did not know this. Like Steve is saying that he gave me, he didn't give me a five cause he already knew this. It's beginner little backpacking. You did not know this. So what's your, how do you know? I didn't know. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I didn't know this. Of course I knew this. You, of course you knew this. When was the last time about? you went in a shoulder season? We've talked that we've, we have talked about this many a time. I, we didn't talk about shoulder season, okay. but we talked about freezing filters. We've talked about, uh, we've talked about freezing technology stuff like phones and all this stuff. Okay. So yeah, obviously if you don't want to leave this out in the cold because it's obviously got water in there somewhere within the filter and all right. that. So if you leave it out, it's gonna freeze, right? Okay. So um, it makes sense to keep it warm. I'm so a little Captain Obvious for anybody above beginner level for me. So I, I'll give it a two because it, it is important knowledge. I think people don't. I don't think everybody thinks about that when they're when they're packing their gear up at night. So beginners, I, no. I'm gonna say I give I, myself <laughs> higher scores than you. <laughs> Begin, I'm glad you're scoring yourself. I, I think if you're a beginner, this is super valuable. So for a beginner, it's like a four and a half. For anybody else, okay. it's like a two. That's just me, though. All right. Okay. Well, I, and we do have a variety of people listening out there. We we, we have like straight up beginners to people that are way more experienced than us. So so like for the beginners, they might be like, "Wow, Derek, trekking pole <laughs> tripod. That's genius." <laughs> Five. Right. Corn um, chips for might. a fire. They might, they might, but yeah. they probably won't. They might. Okay. So, uh, you know, whatever. So right. my third one yep. is my favorite one, <laughs> okay. which it's taking something hated and turning it into something useful. If, if, disclaimer, if you're this type of person, and this is probably more for like a, like a long trail, you know, that you're doing a through hike or some kind. Okay. Uh, you can take your, your bear canister or if you hate beta canisters, like certain people in this group, yep. uh, you can also potentially take your dry sack, which isn't maybe... Well, your dry sack could be probably even better, in my opinion. Okay. Um, but you can turn it into a washing machine if you're one of mm. those people that you know doesn't like to be on the trail i'm going to be on this trail for 2 months and i you know right it's nice to have some kind of clean clothes at some point you can put some maybe say like dr bonner's you know bonner's uh, biodegradable soap in there or bonner's yeah. sorry did i say bonner's right. dr bonner's soap um in there and wash it and you know and then you can empty it out and make sure you're at least 200 yards yes. or, or so Leave no a trace. little bit more from a water source uh and all that stuff to leave no trace on that. But okay. a good way to keep your clean clothes or, or to wash them in the middle of a trail to stay fresh for a few days. So yeah. just a little tricky trick. Okay. Um, Score that. Yeah. Score that. All right. So, Steve, are you going to use, like, if you're going on an area that requires bear canisters, would you use the bear canister? Or if you're not, would you use the um, a dry bag? And remember my disclaimer. This is only for people who need this. Yeah, this is for long yeah. trail hikers. I pr- I'm a yeah. neat freak, so yeah, I probably would use that. I, I, you know, if there's a stream coming okay. by, I'm, I'm, shoes are off, feet are in, wiping down the face. So I, I give okay. points to that. I'm yeah. gonna give that. I'm gonna give that probably a four point five. But I would definitely, I would definitely use that. Don't be astra- don't be afraid to say five though. Yeah, it's okay. It's not a bad word. <laughs> you can you can round up there if you need to. Yeah, we'll round that up to a five. Yeah. We'll start rounding up to a five. Okay, I think for the masses, Derek, I think that that is like a three to a four. Uh, for me personally, oh, it's a boy. one because if I don't want to go, I definitely don't want to do a through hike where I've got to carry a bear canister. So I'm either going to strategically plan to um, hike through an area that has like bear boxes built into those backcountry sites or just cover a lot of miles through areas that require that and i definitely don't want to bring an extra dry sack for washing clothes like i'm i'm okay with making it a little more clunky with you know filling my water bottle and pouring it on the clothes um as as you described so 
We we know that you don't like to stink. We you like to stink, and 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 again, this is not about you, right. Carol. I don't mind this stinking. This is about right. the masses. Yeah. So we'll take a four. You said three or four. We'll just take okay. a four. If That's that fine. makes you feel better. Okay. We'll just round up. All right. Um, Steve. <laughs> All right. Steve, number three is one? Reflectex. Have you guys have you guys used it? Okay. Whoa. What do we got? I is that where is that like the reflective tape you put on stuff? So if you're hiking at night, kind of thing. No. This is the uh, double reflective insulation. So it's. Mm. Um, you guys have probably. Oh yeah, okay. I have heard of that. Yeah, you've probably seen it. A lot of like vehicles, they'll use it as like the sunshade for the uh, yes. Oh, windshield. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Five sixteenth of an of an inch thick, super light. Um, it doesn't have. I'm not going to brag about the uh, R value. <laughs> <laughs> you can. You can brag about it. It's fine. But yeah. if you jump on on YouTube, you'll see a lot of guys making them for their actual like cook pots. Okay. You're you know, boiling your water, you know, putting your food in and, and then, you know, you slide this around it and it takes away from some of that like simmer time and cook time that you would have actually on the burner. So a lot of times you're, you're boiling your water and then your burner goes right off. Food goes in and you're you're like, you're maintaining that heat to cook your food. Okay. So it's it's like a cozy for your pot, basically. A cozy. Yeah. Yeah. And then, okay. uh, you know, another one, a lot of people do like a one quart like pouch okay. and they'll bring their Ziploc bags. So okay. you have like your Idaho, your Idahoan potatoes, your chicken and things like that mm. going into the quart Ziploc bag. You're adding that boiled water and then you're going to put it into the reflective, reflective pouch. And then you're going to let it do its cooking for, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes. And when you open it back up, you haven't lost all that heat and your meal is nice and warm. Right. Okay. A couple of other uses mm. for that. I've seen people using those um, for a little, a small sit pad, um, a windscreen for their actual burner. And then that pouch that okay. I was talking about, the cook pouch that I was talking about, mm-hmm. you know, related to what Carl was saying, throw your like Sawyer mini in that at nighttime in the tent. If, you know, if you have the temperatures, um, put your phone in there, put your batteries in there, right. know, put it down at the end of your uh, sleeping bag. You know, there's just a bunch of uses for Reflectic. Yeah, for sure. And side note, Derek actually brought on a trip, on like a really long, hard trip, in fact, he brought mm-hmm. a sunshade. You mentioned that it was using that. Um, so That's it right. sounds like, Derek, there's some uses you could have had for that, and you, you, you kind of didn't tap into all of them. Well, you know, the sky's the limit, and I got mocked on that trip for bringing <laughs> it, and I used it, yeah. number one, for shade, number two, for a changing room, which I don't really need, but number three... A changing room. Yeah, yeah, you know. And then number three, I used it to fan the flame of the fire, which yeah. I thought was yeah. great. So. Just to defend you, Derek, that was a ridiculous that to be brought intentionally for, for our Strider Award that we mentioned last season so that was that's not a typical item you'd bring up i think i got all of zero votes for that as well yeah because that wasn't very good but um (laughs) maybe maybe if you'd use steve's advice and had that information back then maybe i should that's true that's true all right so i would i'm gonna give that one a uh i'm gonna give that one a three Mm, because mm. i might try it uh, I gotta know. I gotta like look into it a little more. I gotta get some more information about that, and then so, so I'm kind of a little in the middle, but leaning towards yes on that one. What about you, Derek? I'm gonna give that a three five, three point five. Okay. Uh, I think it's a good idea. I'd be, I'd be like I said. I think I, I want to look at it. I, I'm familiar with it, but I don't know everything about it. Um, but yeah. if it's if it's gonna help my food get ready faster, then uh, that's definitely right. worth taking a second look at. So I like that okay. one, Steve. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Thanks. Okay. Last one. This one, um, Derek, you actually mentioned this in the last episode kind of briefly, but I'll, I'll expand on it a little more. This is not something you're going to bring with you on the hike itself, but something you're going to bring with you to the trailhead, especially if you're meeting some folks there and if you're trying to plan a group trip, or it could be for yourself, just kind of like FYI. And we, we started this a couple of years ago where I bought one of those like luggage scales, which is like a handheld scale battery operated that has a hook on the end where you can hook it to your backpack to determine kind of an approximate weight for how heavy your backpack actually is. And therefore you can compare that to your fellow group members, um, to find out if anybody's like, you know, really egregiously light or heavy to kind of account for that 
prior to starting the, the hike. So and it's also kind of fun to see who, who weighs in the lightest and who weighs in the heaviest and, um, and how, how heavy that heaviest person really is and that, that sort of thing. Mm. And so we did use it back in the Tetons to evaluate a new backpacker who was, um, who oh. was a, I don't know, he was kind of an older gentleman yeah. and he had the heaviest pack. And so we're like, we got to start pulling some things out. And that was not comfortable, like I shared with you before, but it helped us determine that that was necessary. So yeah, like, they go. can be important for sure. Uh, I'm going to give that, you know, that started off as a five and then all of a sudden I had to decrease it by four points because you mocked me for regurgitating old tips and then you just regurgitated an old tip. So I have to, I expanded on, I expanded on a little more and that wasn't a tip. That was kind of like an aside you had in the last episode. So it's not a tip or trick, but I I like the idea. I'd already already put this, I'd already like listed this as something I was going to share and then you brought it up. So you kind of just wrecked it, I guess. Well, you know, you had time to adjust, but champions find a way. (laughs) And I will say this is an important, I think it is an important thing to have on the trip or before each trip. You know, you can leave it in the car, obviously, but I think it's important because it is like, you know, you find out that the guy has like a 70 pound pack and you're like, wow, if he has a hard time, we're going to end up taking a bunch of this weight, which we don't maybe need to do. So let's go through and pull stuff out. So for sure, I think the values there. So, oh, you know what? Yeah. One more part of the tip was I was going to share that it's, it's super cheap. It's like 10 bucks or less, either like a place like Walmart or on Amazon. So it's, it's very accessible to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you two. I'll give you two. Thanks, Derek. (laughs) You're welcome. Steve, your thoughts. I'm going to bump that up. I'll probably give that a four. Okay. Wow. You know, just because it goes to show like how much importance we should give to weight and what you're, what you're bringing on that trail. Right. A lot of people that you talk to, they're like, oh my gosh, after I got through my first 30 miles, look at all this stuff that I ditched. I'm never bringing this again. Like when I'm done with a long hike, I'll make a list. Like I'll get, I'll get back on my truck and I'll, I'll text myself. I didn't need this, 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 and this. So, you know, for, for my next trip going out, I'll know right. like, yeah, do I really, really need that item? Mm. But on a, a lot of the long trails, there's scales all over the place, you know, so you can hang your, hang your pack and like, why, why am I 45 pounds? You know, what, what am I doing? Did I, did I just reload? Did I just resupply? Right. So it's weight is yeah, important. That's true. So I, I'm I'm four four five. Okay. Well, Derek, let me ask you this question. Give you a little scenario. Let's say that you go backpacking with Steve, and Steve weighs in just like ten to fifteen pounds heavier than you do. And as you're going up the trail, you're noticing he's kind of lagging behind a little bit. Without him knowing, would you pour out his penny water? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd pour it out. I think I might, you know, be like, look, you see, we're going uphill. There's not there's not a lot of bugs up here. I think I can risk po- maybe poking it. I can maybe poke it with my trekking pole, see if I can rip it. And then yeah. slow drain. Slow drain. Okay. Go for the slow drain. Okay. Make yeah. make make fun That's now, a- but when you're running for the Ziploc bag and, <laughs> and and reaching for do I have any nice shiny pennies? That's true. You'll, yeah. Thank me later. Well, every time I think of a penny, I, like I'm holding a penny actually right now, and I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, do I want to do this? I don't know. Maybe I do. Right, right. It's worth a try. I think it's worth. Yeah, if we get to another flies, and I think it's worth trying for sure. Poking the penny water, I think, is a good segue to the final portion of the main part of this episode, where mm-hmm. we independently came up with some hijinks, some some trail pranks that we can pull on our friends that may or may not be appropriate. So. Mm. I actually came up with a few. I, I I started getting pretty creative with these, and I'm happy to share. Yeah, I'm happy to go first with mine, and then you guys can kind of follow up. Okay. So, okay. I'll just share. I'll just share all mine. So, uh, this one is questionable at best, but I'm gonna pretend that Derek is sleeping in another tent, not mine. So, and we're in bear country. Oh boy. I think like okay. creating some sort of food trail to your tent for the bear is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> wow that you think that's a good idea what yeah. a great friend to see what i gotta live with steve wow okay a, steve uh why don't you replace carl on the next trip and uh we'll just okay that that's okay. my first one you have more um, than one okay. and then if the bear doesn't <laughs> oh yeah i got a couple if the bear doesn't come right outside your um your tent door i bought some of that like fake spider web like during halloween time and I create this massive, thick web, like, as you get out of the, you know, your tent at five in the morning to go to the bathroom. Like, you're thinking, like, a spider had, had some fun It's good thing I, It's a good thing I sleep with a buck knife. Out. It's a good <laughs> thing I sleep with a buck knife. <laughs> okay. 
All right. So, so spider web in front of the tent, and then the last one, I was tempted to do this upcoming summer, but I just, I don't. First of all, I don't think I can afford it, and second of all, I think the weight would be just ridiculous on it. But I thought, since we're going to the Pacific Northwest, why not just buy a realistic-looking Sasquatch suit and yeah. and like lurk in the woods at some point? Sasquatch. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Here we go. Because this yeah. is what you need to do to get people <laughs> to get people to believe about oh, Steve. You can be you can be honest. Are you a Sasquatch believer, or where do you stand on the subject? Yeah, I'd like to believe. He'd like to. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to, but I just don't. If I brought the Sasquatch suit, I think that that would help your belief. I think. (laughs) (laughs) I think when so so you're pack you're gonna pack this suit in. I I want to. Yeah, and we're using your scale, so this like. 35 would pound, love, pound suit yeah. that you have in there that we're going to find. If you that. can actually find a 35 pound suit, I think that I might actually do it. I, the ones I, I think that I saw were like 50 pounds, but I would um, love to see this happen. Yeah. I think yeah. that that was just more of a, a, like a wish list one. And rather than, you know, putting a Sasquatch suit on and lurking in the woods, I might just have to resort to like just lurking in the woods with that one, which wow. is kind of creepy, but that's okay. So those are mine. Um, Steve, what you got? All right, Carl, I give you a one on all three of those. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, same, same. Yeah. Okay. They're so well, bad. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to reciprocate. All right. So, so I'm, wow. I'm that coworker that does the tarantula, the fake tarantula, the, the, okay. s- the snake, um, yeah. you know, and things like that. So you, you can count on me for bringing something like that and sneaking it inside your tent and inside your bag. Inside the bag. That yeah. is solid. Okay. Yeah. okay. So that's, that's a given. I like, so I, I would give you higher marks if the, if the tarantula you mentioned is like somehow mechanical or can move around or squirm around a little bit. Um, or just, or just real. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, I've seen the snake pulled out and actually, yeah, that might, uh, yeah, I've got something on the snake that I'm going to reveal later. Not in this episode, but yeah, the snake's a good, actually reminded yeah. me of one. That's a good one. I, I, I like that one. All right, uh, Derek, what you got? Okay, so I had a couple of pranks. One I thought of today, I thought about every now and then we have these little field mice that, that run in my yard. And okay. so, you know, you, you trap them in the glue traps and all this stuff. Right. I thought about actually taking one of the dead mice in the glue trap. What? Folding it up, bringing it with me, and then putting it in somebody's sleeping bag right oh. before they went to bed. <laughs> right before they went to bed. And just see, or, or putting it in somebody's backpack, like yeah. amongst their food, and then they yeah. get their food out. Yeah. So that would be, be really gross. Um, Derek, or the Derek, other one. I will t- I'm going to tell you straight up, if you did that to me, like I, I might <laughs> yeah. not go with you again. Like, I'm not joking. Like, so I might be much. like, I, I might seriously turn around the trail and be like, you are not invited anymore. Like, that is. <laughs> a that little is, mouse? Really? Yeah, well, rodents I'm not, not going to let thing. it. I'm not going to let it touch you. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, the other one would. So we know your weakness, Achilles heel. Um, yeah. We, the other one would be something I call the. Um, the Well, I, 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 it's like I don't want to say because I feel like I might do it. But okay. I guess for the sake of the podcast, I'll say it. Uh, it's, I call it the honey pot. So I would take <laughs> a bunch of honey and I'll probably yeah. borrow it from Rocky who brings an entire jar every year. Oh, we got a Rocky reference, Steve. There we go. Rocky reference. I'd either borrow his block of cheese or the honey, either one. Anyway, so I take the honey, I'd slather it on the bottom of, let's say I'm doing it to Carl, which would probably be who it is. I'd slather it on the bottom of, of his socks or the bo- and and the bottom of his shoes so that when he puts his shoes and socks on that he doesn't realize it. He's not going to feel it. So he starts walking around all day. It's going to pick up all kinds of junk. And then when he takes his shoes out of the socks, he's going to pick up all kinds of junk with the socks and be like, what is going on? He has like no idea what's going on. Just like uh, the <laughs> branches and wood and rocks and rubble and poop are like all... Oh, he's like, what is going on? I don't, it reminded me of the parent trap movie with uh you know back in the day where they're playing all these pranks and stuff on everybody so oh my that would be prank number two for me okay i like it yeah the, I, I like the second one i don't like the first one clearly, clearly. yeah yeah no that yeah the, no ro- yeah for me i'm not afraid like i faced off with all sorts of animals and i am not afraid but it's the rodents that get me so yeah you you hit a nerve on that one that's fair the 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history designed by john browning The 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, 
Almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Derek, the trivia is yours. What you got? Here we go. Uh, so we talked about a while ago, you know, I think the topic came up. I think Steve, was it Steve that brought it up? Something about trail lingo. So I thought, let's yeah. let's branch off onto some trail like lingo. It. And do some trail lingo. Okay. We we mentioned this on last podcast about the 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 spinoff character of patronism guy. Right. And so this guy, I call this guy fancy terms guy. So this guy is the guy that will talk about fancy terms, but he's not really like in trying to make anybody feel bad. He's just like trying to be cool, but he's not, he doesn't really know what he's talking about, maybe. Is this a real guy or is this just like some sort of character that you I do there's to? guys like this all the time. Yeah, no, I, I've seen guys like okay. this. Um, anyway, so I came up with some fancy terms from backpacking, and let's see if you guys are familiar with the meanings of these fancy terms. Okay, wait, you, so you not. created them. No, 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 no. these are real terms. To... These are real okay, terms. Yeah. All right. The people but they're going to use, but these are maybe terms that aren't used a lot, but these are definitely okay. backpacking terms. And if you heard them on the trail, you'd be like, really, dude? Really? Like, you need to say that? So, okay. <laughs> okay, so here's I got five terms, and uh, let's see. Just see, give me your opinion on what you guys think it is, and we'll keep score. Steve versus Carl. Here we go. Gotcha. Carl, you guys have not heard these at all. Uh, so, okay. for, uh, term number one uh, is apron. So if I said, "Oh, yo, check out that apron down there on the uh, trail down there," what do you think about that, Carl? Okay. What do you think an apron is? I um. Steve can go first. <laughs> <laughs> so Carl doesn't know. Well, this I've, is your chance. I, I feel like I've heard it before, but I, I don't have an answer. I can, I'll exactly. make something up in a second. It's a okay. real term. This is kind of ridiculous. I'm yeah. going to go apron as like the beginning of a slope. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, Carl. Okay. Carl, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to say that it's. I'm going to say that it's some sort of a natural covering, possibly by like old man's beard that has shed from the the area and is covering the trail and needs to be cleared by a trail crew or friendly hikers. My ears, my ear, that was painful to listen to. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give Steve the point just because this was more legit. This is actually okay. the portion on a switchback where you change direction. So it's like that little mm. you know, peak of the switch. The bottom it's yeah. called the apron, apparently. Interesting, you guys know that? okay. Yeah, well, fancy terms, you gotta do that. Okay, I number two, number two, the word is glonk, G-L-O-N-K, <laughs> glonk. So glonk, okay. uh, you might you might hear somebody on the trail say, gosh, that guy's such a glonk. How did right. he not know what to do when he's walking uh, that way on the trail? Like, what okay. a glonk. Did you just give away the answer with your example? That was a small hint, but okay. not an answer. Gotcha. Glonk. 
Okay, yeah. I'm going to go with somebody who prefers to go glamping instead of camping. Mm. And it's okay. just, you just refer to the people that glamp as the glonks. Wow. No. Glonk. I'm going to go for a newbie in jeans while hiking. Newbie in jeans. That's that's pretty legit. Um, but no. A glonk <laughs> is a, a clueless person who does not realize that people going uphill have the right of way. Ah, okay. You're That's, a glonk, that sounds like so. one that you might have made up. No, that's a real thing. It's okay. on. I can give you the website if you guys want to check it out. I can already guess. Number three. You guys should get this one. I'm out on the trail. I'm talking to you, Carl. And I'm like, yo, I'll give you a hint too. We're on. We're in the East Coast. Okay, Carl. Look at that. Maybe we could cruise. Look at that notch out there. Uh, what do you think about heading toward that notch? What do you think about that? Uh, not, well, there's like a notch in a tree, so, but then there's like a notch on a mountainside, like a, something, I don't know, some people would call it a spur, where it kind of just, a thing that sticks out of the mountainside, where it's just kind of like, almost like a thumb or a finger of a mountain. So, Steve, what do you think? I'm going to go with, not a saddle, not like a connection between two, you know, like peaks, but I'm going to go with like a like a given low point that, that you can see in a mountain that might like more of a depression that visually you can see, ah. hey, look at the notch. We're, that's, let's head in that direction. Ooh, that's a, I like that one. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. I'm going to give Steve the point on that. Okay. It's a New England term for a pass through a mountain. Oh, New England. Okay. Yeah. So, Steve, nice job. Yeah, that was, that that's was, why I don't know that was really good. Uh, okay, okay, number four of five, blowdown. I said, Steve... Yo, bro, we got to go around that blowdown. Otherwise, we're going to have some serious problems. We got to go around that blowdown. Go around the blowdown. To me, that just seems like a strong windstorm that's knocked down an area of trees or um, bushes or buildings. <laughs> buildings. <laughs> <laughs> You're disqualified from this one. Disqualified. Okay. Um, Steve, what do you think, Steve? I'm going to go with... Like a group of trees that have that have fallen that that you that you have to walk okay. around. I'm gonna say Steve's more accurate. Okay, I think that's you. your default. But go ahead. Well, it is a blowdown is technically a tree or shrub that fell across the trail. I was way off. Okay, I apologize. You were you were you know when you said building, you kind of ousted yourself. <laughs> okay. okay, and final. If you can get this right, you automatically win. <laughs> okay this is family feud <laughs> where like, all the previous rounds don't matter okay tr- basically yeah triple the credit right. uh okay so this is um you guys are both out on the trail and uh you are you're building okay you're building and and uh steve looks at you and he's like carl look man we're not gonna finish this unless you can find in your bag where you left the pulaski I need to find the Pulaski. Otherwise, we're Mm, never going to finish this. Right. This is ridiculous. What is the Pulaski? We're building something, apparently. Okay. That was a huge hint that you were building, by the way. Fire, maybe? Um, Kindling? Where's the Pulaski? Something to help a fire go. (laughs) Steve, what do you think? If you're building, I'm going to go with some sort of a level or like a site level. A site level. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Steve was more in the right direction on that one, so I'm going to give Steve that credit. Uh, <laughs> Steve, it's actually it, it's okay. actually a half axe. It's a multi-purpose trail building, All right. <laughs> and uh, it's a tool that you use to help build trails. Uh, trails, excuse me, call it Pulaski. <laughs> so there you go. There you have it. Steve won. I'm going to give Steve okay. the win. Nice job, Steve. Thank you. I think definitely Steve had better answers than me. I will say that. For future trivia, you're gonna. This is where he's gonna. This is where he's gonna mock my saying. For future trivia, where I'm in charge of the trivia and we have somebody on that's doing trivia with us, um, you might get an answer word for word, and I'll still give it to the other person just kind of as a practice for what just happened right here. What are you talking? About? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, let me know when you see a build. Uh, let me know when you see a building. For- what's a blowdown? A blowdown is where trees get knocked down. 
No, Carl, that is incorrect. It's where trees get knocked down. You tell me it was a building. <laughs> I said you were disqualified, by the way. Let me know when you see a building more fall than on the trail. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Steve. All I'm right. Proud of you. It's time to wrap it, Derek. Proud of you, Steve. Derek. <laughs> Guys, that'll wrap it up for us today. Thanks for uh, hanging in there with us through all the chaos. Uh, Steve, it was awesome having you on. Thanks for all your input, your uh, your tips, your tricks, your fun, spirited uh, nature. And uh, we hope to have you back at some point, and we look forward to talking with you soon. Um, remember, guys, to give us a, a review on Google Play or uh, Apple iPod. Give us that five-star rating. It helps boost the iPod, or the iPod, excuse me, the, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't cut that out don't <laughs> cut that out leave that in and uh remember guys it is not backpacking unless there's some honey on the feet and a blister along the way you guys take care i want to fly around the world steve you know steve and steve and carl are gone they, they just logged off um but you know there was this. They were they were talking after the trivia, and they were like, "Derek's such a moron." And uh, you know when we go one day when we go on a trip, maybe we'll go on a trip together. It'll be great. Blah 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 blah. And then he's like, "I think Carl looked at Steve, and he's like, Yo, halfway through the trip, let's get out some wag bags, and we'll have a shot put tournament on a Zeke day.'" And Steve just starts cracking up. I'm like, yo, dude, the Zeke day, that's great. Wag bag shot put turning. I'm like, what are they talking about? So I, I Google it up and I'm like, Zeke day, wag bag. You guys do the homework and you figure out what I'm talking about. We'll see you later. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it, a life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby, 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.